Hi, everyone. This is our second episode of Plasmonium falciparium, or malaria is what we would call it also. In this episode, we're going to discuss how to prevent Plasmonium falciparium and also the treatment of it. Um, so if you're thinking about traveling to the third world country or to Africa, um, it's recommended that you can take a medication called chemoprophylaxis. And what that does, it prevents the disease uh, from you getting malaria. It's basically a drug that you take to prevent getting it. Um, other things that are helpful to prevent um, getting Plasmonium falciparium is you can use topical repellents to protect clothing and bed netting while sleeping. Uh, bed nettings are really good. Uh, they can drape over your bed while you're sleeping in those areas, uh, malaria areas, where you don't have to worry about the mosquitoes coming in because the net will protect you. And you won't have to worry about the bugs, uh, the mosquitoes biting you from the topical repellents. Um, treatments. Um, if you think you've been infected from malaria, Treatment for the Plasmonium falciparium or malaria is to first figure out if you actually have malaria and if the parasite is in you. Um, you want to go to your doctor where they can actually do a test called a rapid diagnose test to see if the parasite is actually in you. And you'll also probably have some fever onsets within the, 20, within the first 24 hours of when you actually got infected. Um, so they'll do that test first, and they'll look under a microscope to actually determine if you have malaria. If you have the mal malaria, they're going to want to treat you with two medications. Um, one medication has malarone, and one medication has coratin. The By the combination of those two active ingredients with different mechanism of action, the ACTs are the most effective anti malarial medicines available today. Um, once you take those medications, it typically takes about two weeks of the treatment to be cured of malaria. But however, in some individuals, relapse are possible. And with relapse, they're going to want to do this treatment again and over the course of three days. So it's important that you really take you know, the onset of malaria in places that you travel to seriously in the first 24 hours so you can get the right treatment for them as well. In our next episode, our last episode, we will discuss more of Plasmonium falciparum, and um, we'll see you next time. Hey, so I'm here with John again, asking him a few more questions about his experience with malaria. And the first question I want to ask him is if there was anything that he felt he could have done to possibly prevent contracting it. John, do you think you could have done anything differently? Uh, yeah, like I said before, malaria is uh, really tricky. I think going out, going out there for the first time, I definitely respected um, malaria, um, just you know what it's done to, to Africa. Um, with regards to getting people sick and keeping people from work, just a really uh, deadly disease. Um, so one of the things I did do is sleep under a mosquito net every night. I tried to wear long sleeve shirts when I was working, and then I was taking anti-malaria drugs. Um, I think one of the biggest things about it, um, and I'm not a doctor, 
but I, my immune system was probably really low from working as much as I was working 16 hour days and I was broken down enough where when I got this thing, it, it just started breaking me down pretty quick. Um, I probably could have done a couple of other things better, um, but malaria drugs, sleeping under mosquito nets, wearing, covering my body as much as I could later at night. Um, I thought we did the best, but not good enough, I guess. So once you contracted it and you knew it was malaria, what did your treatment involve, especially where you were located? Yeah, well, definitely. I was, I was, I can be honest and say I was a little bit stubborn. I probably held on to it and could have went to the doctors or a medical center a, a, a day or maybe even two days earlier. Um, but yeah, my stubbornness kind of kept me pushing through and I wanted to work with the Ugandans. I seen how much they worked. Um, but I ended up having to go to the hospital. I was, I was hallucinating four days after I felt like I contracted it from the first signs and symptoms. Um, but they ended up bringing me to a hospital, kind of fast tracking me to a hospital bed or a, a medical center bed. And then before you know it, I was on an IV and getting various um, malaria treatment drugs. I, I can't speak to what those were, but I, I remember being in the uh, in the medical center, laying on a bed, getting an IV for you know five or six hours and hanging out. But um, I think without that, your body you you get dehydrated so quick. You're losing so much water. You're not eating. You're not sleeping. You're throwing up. You have diarrhea. It's like it's almost like the perfect disease, truly. How long did it take you to completely recover? from this oh I'm not I'm not gonna lie and say I I remember that I know for the better part of a day I must have lost you know 15 plus pounds in four to six days when this whole thing was happening so it, it definitely would have taken me probably a, a day or two to kind of feel like I was fully recovered but honestly once you get in on an IV um, the, the doctors out there are amazing. I know they're few and far between in some of the rural areas where I was in the APG district. But once you get on your IV, man, your body really responds. Remember, you're not eating or drinking too much for, you know, four days like I did. So when your body sees that, that IV coming in, it's, it's, it, you can get back pretty quick. Do you think that you could have received better treatment had you been home with like modern Western medicine Versus, you know, being in the middle of Africa. Yeah. I mean, I guess in a way that's kind of relative. The doctors out there, the nurses out there, um, absolutely amazing. Um, when they have the equipment um, to help and, you know, those resources, they're just as smart and as keen as anybody else, any other medical professionals around the world. So I felt like I was in amazing hands. Obviously, the technology um, in some of the stuff that we have in, in, in the U.S., um, I mean, anybody can greatly use that equipment, but these people see that every single day. One of the things I will say is when I went into the hospital, there was a lot of people um, who, couldn't, who couldn't get service, and that kind of led me to you know, come back and work with engineers and, and a great team of um, you know, doctors and nurses and humanitarians to want to go back out there and build a hospital so everybody could get that kind of treatment. So. Um, yeah, we, we, we went back and tried to do our, the best to work with Ugandans to do our part, but there's still a great need out in Africa. There's so many places in Africa and, and other places too. So That's absolutely amazing. Thank you again, John, for you know, letting us ask you some questions and stay tuned for our next episode.